Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doink and Doink Connection, the podcast where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. In today's episode, we're going to be going over everything that happened in the previous week in the WWE. here today to catch up on the previous two weeks in professional wrestling specifically wwe today uh tomorrow we will be coming live to you with our reactions specifically from all out but that is not what we are here to talk about today we are here to talk about wwe we have no specific order that we're going to go over everything while well, i lied i have everything obviously broken down raw smack uh, raw nxt smackdown because that is the order it goes in um, but we'll jump around and everything. A yep. lot of things have kind of happened from one show to the other and all that. But we're going to start off with the WWE title scene, where currently it looks as if Bob Lashley doesn't have a specific opponent right now. He's kind of involved in numerous things. One night he had a singles match against Priest. Yep. And then the... That turned into a tag team it match. It turned into a tag team match. And then the following week, he had a tag match against Riddle and Orton. Randy, yep. Um, which MVP was involved in that match. Yeah, so it's because, kind of been going all over the place because... Because he screwed Sheamus during mm-hmm. that tag team match. So, I mean, he is working multiple angles, which is really nice because you could theoretically talk about a You could put him Sheamus. in any direction. You talk about a Sheamus feud... You could talk about an Orton feud because mm-hmm. Orton hit the RKO. Um, but obviously, with Saudi Arabia coming up, mm-hmm. the feud that they're going to continue to push is there Goldberg. is Goldberg. Um, but I have a funny feeling this isn't going to be for the title because of the promo that Goldberg cut. Yeah, Goldberg is not there for the belt. The belt. He's there for blood now. He's yeah. there for Lashley's soul. Yes. Um, after it's, he put Gage in the uh, Hurt Lock. This has become a blood feud. Now, does this mean Goldberg costs Lashley the title somewhere? I don't think he costs Lashley the, the title. Because if Lashley walks into Crown Jewel with the title, that title would be defended at Crown Jewel. Says who? Who says it can't just be an unsanctioned? Says the Saudi government. The Saudi government is going to want that title on the f- on the line, and they'll want Goldberg to pick it up. We've seen it before. The Fiend, who was on the greatest single run I've seen in a long time as a champion, as an undefeated champion since probably Goldberg until Roman, and he drops the belt to Goldberg. Because they're in Saudi. I don't know. I have a funny feeling there's going to be some shenanigans when it comes to that whole match. Um, personally, I would almost book it as an unsanctioned match. Um, if it is, Goldberg isn't cleared to compete. Isn't cleared to compete. He still hasn't healed from his surgery. However, he wants Lashley's soul. Mm-hmm. And he's going to rip it from Lashley's chest. And I think that would be enough to keep certain people who have paid lots of money to have the WWE in a certain country happy mm-hmm. because they'll get the, they'll get Goldberg, they'll get, Goldberg, they'll they'll get, get Lashley, a big match, they'll, they'll get a very big match. They're obviously going to get a Reigns match. Um, it's just, I love the versatility 
of Bobby Lashley right now because he is playing his part so well. You know, from accepting an open challenge from Priest to basically alienating himself from other heels in the locker mm-hmm. room. Like we always we always talk about like that heel the top heel that can have feuds with faces and heels and that's who Lashley is mm-hmm. at the moment. Now I'm not saying Sheamus goes into that match as a face, you're gonna have a heel versus heel dynamic at that point. Yeah, but who do you cheer for? You cheer for Sheamus in that situation. Well you you theoretically you would. Yeah. But we all know who gets the better pop and it's Lashley. It's always Lashley. Mm-hmm. Um but I like the direction that they're taking the Lashley character and I like how he's still dominant. And I like the idea that he's holding his title. He's holding and defending his title. Mm-hmm. Um when he drops it, I'm not sure. But I really would like to see um Lashley Reigns at Survivor Series. I think that would mm-hmm. be a much better match than if we got Goldberg Reigns, because I mean we've kind of We've treaded, gotten that before. We've, we've kind of treaded there before and it's not it's not fun. It's no. really not fun. Or even worse, Goldberg Lesnar. Yeah, no. <laughs> I hope not. Um, moving on, um, we kind of see a split of two female wrestlers that have been, well, one who's been dragging one around, um, and we're starting to see the flip side of it, where Eva Marie is finally getting her comeuppets from Dewdrop. Yeah, something she- we were looking forward to for a while here, and it happened at the pay-per-view. It happened at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And then it continued on where Eva Marie was meant to have a match, and Dewdrop attacked her before the match, making her unable to compete the yep. whole nine yards. Yeah. Um, it, again, the women's division on Raw is very interesting right now. Um, whether you want to say it's interesting, good, or interesting, bad, interesting is the correct term. Because obviously you have this Dewdrop Eve Marie stuff. Mm-hmm. You have Charlotte back on top, and you had a tease of Alexa Bliss mm-hmm. to then nothing for Alexa Bliss last week. Yeah, with Nia Vince Jax took her off. Yeah, Vince TV. took her off the TV to Nia Jax picking up a singles victory over Charlotte over Charlotte in a match that turned into a shoot fight for a little bit if you read most of the reports yeah it was a, a miscommunication somewhere and they just couldn't get yeah back on, so apparently apparently Charlotte sandbagged her on a move so Nia Jax being as strong as she is decided to say okay you want to sandbag me I'm gonna throw you around for a little bit mm-hmm. and she did um then you also have um Baszler, who's on a little bit of a tear as a singles athlete as well she's Suffered the most pinfall losses or roll-up losses of 2021. Yeah, but she's still getting into the ring, which is key. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost like the idea of that dynamic being broken up, too, giving Naya a chance to go out on her own. Mm-hmm. And you know what that means? Having Naya on her own gives you an opportunity that if you have this raw, this um, this roster shakeup, mm-hmm. Shayna could find herself at SmackDown. No. Nia could find herself in SmackDown as part of the bloodline. Oh, fair. Okay. I would like to see that. I would like to see her and I'd like to see Naomi both part of the bloodline because um, when we get to SmackDown, there's been a little bit of a tease with Naomi um, on SmackDown as well, where she's just being ignored by everybody. So how do you not, how do you stop getting ignored? You kind of get yourself hooked up with a, a faction that really does some damage. And then the bloodline truly 
holds all the belts. You could, yeah, you because could, they could hold the tag and the women's title at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then when when we talk a little bit more about like other divisions on Raw, on uh, the tag division is fire right now on mm-hmm. Raw. I mean, just look at Orton and Riddle are out there every week, mm-hmm. absolutely tearing it down. You and still have AJ and Omos. Omos having a great time on commentary. Mm-hmm. AJ AJ has a future. On the commentary yes. table. He's so good at it. He's really just a natural at it. Um, and then this week, um, actually tonight, you have the six-team um, tag team turmoil match, or yeah, five-team tag me, team turmoil match, teams again. which is um, Omos and AJ, the Viking Raiders. Um, so we have Viking Raiders. Yep. Ali and Mansoor. Yep. Um, Lucha House Party. The New Day. Styles uh, and Omas, um, Jinder and um, Veneer, Veneer, and then T Bar and Mace. Uh, T Bar and Mace. T Bar and Mace, yeah. So it's a seven team tag team turmoil match, and the winner faces RK Bro. There is some wow, r- like, there is some really good opportunities here for several tag teams. I think you'll see AJ and Omos come out on top on this, um, just to continue that, because I don't know if Omos is ready to just go out and be a giant yet on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, but to I me, would be, I would be honest. I know who I want to see. That, in that, well, regardless, in that, I want. I would rather be the two guys from um, Shanky. The, the the actual tag team, not gender. Gender come out as a I think the other guy's too raw, and that's why they don't want him out there. He may not be ring ready. Do you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. kind of why they've used him almost as Drew McIntyre's punching back recently. Yeah. With the, the amount of sh- chair shots he's taken. Um I would rather see it as well. Um because you kind of already moved Jinder on, which I think is the right move right now. Mm-hmm. You moved him on after his loss to McIntyre over at SummerSlam, and you've moved him into something different, which is good because as much as um as much as Jinder gets dogged for his title reign, he's still a good a good cog in the machine for yeah. WWE. Mm-hmm. He has a purpose there, and now his new purpose is to be part of this tag I team. I did dislike his title reign. I, I, no, 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 no. His title reign sucked. The way he lost his title was perfect, though. Okay? His title reign wasn't that good. Punjabi prison matches and, like, they weren't good matches, man. Randy Orton was the better champion. Randy Orton dropped the belt to him. And then, subsequently, we get the the SmackDown surprise of AJ Styles winning that belt, which Mm -hmm. was perfect. But it wasn't really bookended very well, to be honest with you. I mean, it was bookended well. It was the stuff in between that was just like a little bit, a little bit of a mess. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So I'm, um, I'm excited for pretty much all the divisions right now on Raw. I know a lot of the, um, I know there's a lot of other stuff that people aren't happy with, but even the U.S. title scene, um, Damian Priest is awesome. Mm-hmm. He just had a killer match with uh, McIntyre and uh, uh, Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch that match. That was a really good triple Three threat match. Three big slabs of beef slapping yep. up against each other. Yep. That's yep. exactly what it is. And, and the nice thing is two of those slabs of beef can fly around, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, moving on next, we have um, a new name for a superstar. Um, he he was Baron Corbin, and then he was King Corbin, and then he was just Corbin. Then he was Sad Corbin. And then he was Sad Corbin. And now he's Happy Corbin. After a weekend in Vegas, he's back, baby. Yeah, he's... Uh... Wearing his his great suits and he's and he's got his watches. He's got his watches. He's got his money. He's, he's got, got his, his cars. He's got his meat. He's got his smokers and all that. Yep. And he's got a new best friend in Jake Paul. I know who's gonna double cross him because that's what he did to Sami Zayn. Yep. <laughs> yep. And you know who's back involved in this as well? One Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens. Again, a guy who can turn horse shit into lemonade. Like the guy's unbelievable, so yeah. I have no problem with it. Um, I'm sure Owens doesn't mind being back on um, regular TV for an angle like this, especially oh, no. especially with a good wrestler like Corbin. So it's it's another good angle uh, for mm-hmm. Corbin. It's another good angle for um, Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, I'd like to see Owens get back up there against Roman Reigns. But mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, is Roman knocks everyone down uh, a couple of pegs after he beats him. So to see where Owens is right now, I'm fine with that. I mm-hmm. really am. Yeah. Moving on next, we have a new gimmick for a relatively new main roster superstar, and that is Karrion Cross. Now, we have our distinctive opinions about Karrion Cross, and our opinions are very similar. He looks like the mascot for Trojan, in my opinion. Okay. Combined with anything or just the mascot from Trojan? Because to me, he's Super Shredder from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 and Lord Tensai as a cosplay. That's what it looks like. I mean... It's stupid. I, I want to give it time. I don't want to call it stupid yet. I, I want to give it time. What was, the last, if he's, if what was he, the last gimmick that we thought was really bad that grew on us? Just in your opinion. The last gimmick that we thought was really bad and grew on us. Retribution. Yeah. We dogged Retribution. You know what one for me is? Nikki A.S.H. Oh, I liked that from the beginning. No, no, no. You did. Yeah. I dogged the hell out of that. Yeah. I was like, I hate it. I loved her crazy, her wacky yep. sanity gimmick. And now I'm like, I am all for Nikki A.S.H. When yes. she won that title, I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm going to give this time. I have no problem with this gimmick, especially if he's supposed to be the harbinger of death. Like, he, if he's supposed to look like a crusader, let him. Exactly. If it's if it's meant that this character is supposed to be this harbinger or this bringer of death and destruction, which when you look at his video package in the background, you've got the the four horsemen of the apocalypse and stuff like that. You've got the crow flying in, TikTok times up. I think this works very well out of it. Don't build a faction. Don't build a tag team. Eventually, I mean, I want Scarlet back with this. Um, but like I said, I, I've I've had other ideas with Scarlet, and I'd like to see those ideas come to fruition because mm-hmm. I think she would be better in those ideas. Um, but let him be this harbinger and let him do what he is doing: destroying Ricochet, destroying Humberto Carrillo, getting his win back over Jeff Hardy. Let him just tear through people. Let him continue to tear through people until he gets to that ultimate prize. 
because we, everybody in the internet wrestling community, from people who are on the inside and the know to people like ourselves who just like to shoot the shit and talk about the things that we see and we mm-hmm. enjoy and we dislike. Everybody has said that Karrion Cross, Killer Cross, has been a Vince guy from the beginning. He fits the Vince mold. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I could say is that if the idea was to get him onto Raw and have him lose his first match to bring out this harbinger of death, this harbinger of destruction, I like it. But if that first loss was just supposed to be, oh yeah, just forget that, forget that, I'm not going to be happy with that. I think they need to, I think Carrion needs they need to, to bring, they bring need that to up. bring that first loss, that first loss in WWE up. Yes. As to why this character is what it is. As dangerous as he has become. Yeah. Oh, you don't like me destroy, like have like Adam Pierce or something come down and tell him, hey, listen, you got to stop medically stopping these matches. He goes, oh, you didn't, you don't like that? Oh, well, there's only one person you can blame, and that's Jeff Hardy. And until I end his career, I'm going to kill everybody else that comes into this ring. And I think they need to start introducing those medical stop, stoppage matches for this character. I think they need him to get so dangerous in the ring mm-hmm. that... Like what should have happened with him and Joe. Yeah, okay. I could agree with you on that. Um, Where it should have gotten to... Like actual referees and medical uh, medical personnel and all that pulling them apart, leading up to their match, which should have which could have been conducted under unsanctioned rules. Yes, or extreme rules, or no holds barred rules, or something of that nature. Yeah, or or like what they just did with Goldberg. Now I don't know. I know they don't like to use the same angle very close to it itself, but I feel like for this character, for this Carrion Cross character, mm-hmm. it would work so well if you're trying to bring out this harbinger of destruction, mm-hmm. this harbinger of death. Anything else from Raw before we move on to NXT? Um, we covered all the We've titles. We covered all the uh, titles. We covered all the divisions. I think that's... Yeah. yeah. I think we'll and, move on to NXT. And I will say this much. As much as it's a slog to deal with three hours of Raw, at least the wrestling has been so good again. Mm-hmm. Like, the, take... The quality of matches has definitely improved. Yeah, it has. Um, I know as fans, we were upset to see some, some of the talent leave, but the people who are still there mm-hmm. are still putting together... Some great stuff. And never forget who's the guy writing Raw. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. So um, NXT, though, again, has been a lot of fun um, with Joe as the champion. and It's been a lot of fun with Joe as champion and with everything that's going on right now. NXT has let yet to slip. But NXT is going under a facelift. Yeah. Or a complete redesign. Yep. Where it looks like, hi, I'm Vince McMahon, and you're watching NXT. It looks like the old Disney Channel. It's got these very blocky letters, which is very similar to NXT currently, mm-hmm. but it's got these like paint splotches. The yellow is gone. The gold is gone. The black is gone. It looks kiddish, in my opinion. It's not this deep, dark, underground, wrestling, beating the shit out of each other division that we know and love NXT to be. It starts in two or it starts next week on the fourteenth. 
So let's see what happens with the new NXT. I'm interested for it either way. Um, I mean, they have all the talent there. Um, I know there's been an exodus of a very, very massive name. name. Um, as when we cover the other um, stuff that happened in the wrestling community for AEW, we'll talk about some of the stuff that Tony Khan and Adam Cole have said. But there is still so much talent. Just look at the breakout tournament. Mm-hmm. Just look at the guy who won it. Carmelo Hayes. Who? Wasn't that one of Adam Cole's last matches? Was Carmelo Hayes? Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Was that almost a passing of the torch? You could almost say that. I mean, when, when Carmelo Hayes came down and did that whole ruthless aggression mm-hmm. thing, I knew he I was, was sold I, for. I knew he was from the, that moment. Yeah, I knew he was the one winning the breakout tournament. No matter, no matter the other guy, he other people he was facing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that he was facing uh, the uh, colossal guy at the end. I can't think of his name right now. Um, but at, it, he's just the right guy to me. He fits that youth movement. It looks like they're going and treading towards with um, NXT. Um, obviously you still have some of the old guard, but Odyssey Jones, Odyssey Jones. Thank you. Um, I know you still have some of the old guard who are in now the title scene between Dunn and Champa O'Reilly and O'Reilly. But at the same time, those three guys, Oh, and Gargano, mm-hmm. I forgot. And Gargano, those four guys are facing off against some younger st- studs, uh, Ridge Holland, Timothy Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher. Um, who was the one that faced off against Roderick Strong? The one I got in the beef with him in the back. EGO something or other? Yeah. Again, looks the part. You know what I mean? I think he's going to be the one who costs O'Reilly eventually throughout the course of this tournament, okay? Um, and Gargano's going to eventually still be the, the king heel mm-hmm. of NXT. I think, I think that's probably the best route. Or... The route I would prefer is this whole index thing that they're doing. I'm having a lot of fun with this index wedding, and oh, I love this! And, I love and, this and, angle and, and the bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm loving this. You angle know who? So you know who's gonna be the, the top heel of NXT in my opinion, or in in, in top czar? Oh, I like the call. Is Ilya Dragunov? Yes, but he's going back overseas. Yeah. What? Well, uh, he needs to because he right now there's nothing to compete for overseas with him in the U.S. Yes, aside from the Heritage Cup, the Heritage Cup, which, which is, is completely separate. Yeah, but what a fun tournament that's been! Oh my god, the Heritage Cup is such a fun concept. Yeah, it is. It's British round rules. Yes, wrestling knock it, matches. Knock, knock your opponent out, win it. Exactly. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. Simple as that. Um. And I can't even remember what's going on in that tournament right now. Yeah, it's something we have we we don't. I'll cover. be honest. Considering it airs at three o'clock on a Thursday, it's tough. It's so tough because I get home from work and I'm like, "Well, oh, time for SmackDown." Pretty much. Yeah. Well, Thursdays, Friday night. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm like, oh, coming up this week, starting this week, Thursday night football. I don't get home from work till like six thirty. And I don't want to spend the well, I, I should, but I don't want to spend the time watching an hour to an hour and a half's worth of NXT UK 
while trying to eat, while trying to shower, while trying to catch up on any graphic stuff that I'm working on or outside of the podcast and work stuff I'm trying to do. I'm freaking engaged now. I'm trying to plan a wedding too, so I've got all that as well. I don't have the time to sit down and watch it, and I hate that I don't. I know, because it's still so good. It's so good. Yes. It's it's like, this is the true NXT I like. Yeah. My favorite pay-per-view from a couple of years ago was TakeOver Cardiff. One of my favorite pay-per-views in the last couple of years. Yeah. Anyhow, Ilya is almost heel-turning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is heel-turning? Yeah. He's heel-turned. He's heel-turning. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Um, another heel who has had a very poor turn of events. Uh, Mandy Rose may be out for a couple of weeks um, after a devastating kick from Saray um, during their match. So I don't know if it's been confirmed that she is out for a couple of weeks, but she basically came to social media and said that um, once she's fully recovered, once her face is back to the beauty it was, she'll be coming for Saray or something like that. Yeah, but that's also you don't know if that's a worker shoe. Worker shoe, exactly. Because Sarai hits everybody with that same move, and, yes. And it looks so devastating. Everybody she hits with, um, and I know Mandy Rose was selling her face right after it happened mm-hmm. with Gigi Dolan and stuff on the outside of the ring. Um, who is so much fun? She is. I love Gigi Dolan. Yeah, that's a huge grab for NXT. Yeah, and again, youth movement. Yeah, youth movement right there. We're fi- we're getting all these new. I say new, quote unquote, new to the WWE talents. Yeah. Starting to really find themselves because the old guard are leaving. Yep. Karrion Cross has moved on. Um, Adam Cole has moved on. Johnny Gargano Johnny will, Gargano be, moving will be moving on soon. Yes. Champa soon will be moving on. Pete yep. Dunne will move on soon. Yeah. Pete Dunne may see himself back in UK. Yeah. I think that would be a great move for Pete Dunne. Um, if he doesn't find himself to main roster, correct. Um, Candice LeRae obviously is taking some time off, so that leaves the women's division quite open. Now, the real question is the only thing that you can really question about what they're doing in NXT right now is the women's tag team titles. Yeah, Zoe Stark and Io Shirai. Io Shirai returned to TV this past week or the week prior. For the first time since winning the titles. Yes. And that was at, uh, I think that was at TakeOver 34, whatever the TakeOver for Mania was, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been forever since she's been on TV. Yeah. It's... There was no, you and I agreed when it happened. There was no necessity for an NXT Women's Tag Championship. No, there wasn't because there wasn't the talent pool for it. Well, you didn't even have the teams for it. You know well, what that's I'm saying? what I mean. There wasn't the talent pool, meaning there weren't the talent that you could take and put in tag teams because the women's ta- the women's division itself was so bare at that time. With no, because at that time they had tag teams, they just weren't utilizing them. Yeah, from the Iconics to the Riot Squad. Um, they just weren't utilizing tag teams at that time. They were just slapping tag teams. And at together. that point, it should have been the women's tag team championships that we have were a tri brand thing. Correct. I understand having your own main card, uh, your own head headline title, your own women's title, your mid card title, and then your tag titles for each brand. I know you want co brand tag titles. I, I agree. 
a hundred percent. And I like the split, the intercontinental and US. They're so individually different. Yes. I understand you wanting a co brand tag team, but keep NXT's tag separate. Because NXT's tag division is so separate from main rosters. Correct. But now with this rebranding of NXT, with this reimaging of NXT, I think we're gonna start getting some more tag teams. And I think this is what's gonna allow tag teams for on the women's division to flow into does this make a nxt officially a third brand no it's a, it's a it's still going to be a developmental brand that's what i think it's going to be i think that's what vince sees it being people can develop into the wwe style of wrestling and because WWE they're not style, going after indie talent anymore no they're not um but the thing is is you're going to see them Getting people to develop in the style of WWE wrestling and sports entertainment and then moving them into smoothly transitioned Raw and SmackDown. Where it's a traditional draft style. Correct. And then you have the WWE style and you're not fighting other people's stuff that they've done on independence and mm-hmm. are bringing into NXT. Which Because is- apparently that was like the biggest thing that was a problem with people being brought from NXT to Raw and SmackDown was that they were so dead set on continuing to use And that's why their NXT style. had a very similar to independent wrestling style with John Gargano, with Adam Cole, with Andrade Almas, with Aleister with Black, Aleister Black um, with Ricochet who is fumbled on the main roster. Correct. Because he hasn't been able to utilize his own the smoothest transition, in my opinion, from independent wrestling to headline wrestling is AJ Styles. Because he didn't even have to go through NXT. He immediately found himself in the mold of the WWE style. But he also spent time in a promotion that was competing with WWE and using the WWE style. TNA. Because there was plenty of WWE talent there already, and he was able to pull from that talent. But if you also watch AJ in Japan, oh. he had a very strong style-like offense. Yes. Which you can't use in the WWE. No, but he got that bug out of his system yeah. for a couple of years. And the same same notes to be said about Shinsuke, the yeah. former king of strong style. The yeah. one, he used to kick people's head off. He still does. But not to the extent that he did in Japan. Yeah, exactly. But he had to go through the NXT Mm -hmm. thing where he still was able to still be the King of Strong Style. And look at how long it took him to get out of that mold. Mm -hmm. It took him a long time. When he first came up, he was the artist known as. Yes. But he couldn't be the King of Strong Style. But he was still hitting Strong Style notes. It's taken him so long to get away from that. Mm -hmm. And again... NXT wasn't asking these people to change who they were. He, he NXT was having people bring their style to NXT. Mm-hmm. They were building great programs around that. And then when they made their way to Raw and SmackDown, the problem was, is, well, I've been doing that style for your company now this whole time. Why is it a problem up here? It's mm-hmm. like, well, that's not how we do business. That's not how it is. Mm-hmm. But they invested a lot in this Shinsuke, and they weren't just going to cut ties with something like mm-hmm. that. And also, Shinsuke is getting very late in his career, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that he just wants 
to enjoy what he does in the ring, as is evident with what we'll talk about in, with him and my spirit animal. Yeah, we're actually going to be moving on uh, to NXT very shortly. A um, couple of other things. That's what I meant. Um, continuing on NXT, Samojo has laid down the gauntlet where there's going to be some sort of a tournament uh, for number one contendership. I don't know if it's a round robin or if it's just an actual elimination tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did have a match between Champa and Ridge Holland where Champa <sighs> picks up that victory. And we see him involved with MSK um, kind of facing off against Holland, strong style Brit, um, Oni Lorcan, and uh, fucking what's his face? Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. And then we had a surprise return. We had a surprise return. Somebody who's been on the shelf. Come on, who was it? Why can't I remember? Only Lawkins tag team partner. I know. I said strong style Dan- Brit. Danny Birch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I right. said strong style Brit. Oh, I thought you. Well, he didn't. He came back afterwards because it was Holland, Danny Birch. Um, Holland, Pete Dunn, and um, Lorkin. Lorkin, and then from behind you got strong style Brit. Danny Birch came back mm-hmm. and surprised everybody. And I think we're gonna get a nice program with Lurch and um. With Birch. Lorkin um, and Birch versus the, MSK. I would the like Brit to, and Brawlers against yes, MSK. Because Legato is busy right now with Hit Row. Hit Row Records, which now it's been evened up. Now you've got four on four in that because yeah. um, another female talent has entered and is part of Legato taking on the female talent of. Which is what we said should happen. Yes. I, I thought it was going to be Zelina, but they're going to keep Zelina mm-hmm. on SmackDown losing. Mm-hmm. Every week. Um, yeah. Um, and then finally, so the original iteration of Diamond Mind is no longer. Now Diamond Mind is Roderick Strong with a bunch of no names as of right now. No yes. names. But there are a bunch of PC recruits all following falling behind him where he is teaching them the way of how to get their way in NXT. And he says, Kushida, I am over 205 pounds, but I want your title. Fuck the rules. <laughs> and he's going after the title, I guess. Yeah. Cool. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I don't You mind. and I have agreed, bumped it 15, uh, 15 pounds. Bump ten, it up to 220. Ten, 10 pounds. Doesn't need to go to 220. It'll go to 215. I think that's be perfect enough. Yeah. And I like I like how he just stands in the ring and he calls a shot. He's like, Yeah, you're just holding you're holding that for me right mm-hmm. now. I'm coming for that. Yep. Um and I like how after we saw one iteration of the diamond mine, how quickly they were able to Switch it. Switch it Mm -hmm. and bring in these two prospects into the diamond mine and still keep it moving forward. Mm -hmm. And Strong just looks good. Like, he looks good as the leader of that group right now. Mm -hmm. Moving on to SmackDown. We have Becky Big Time. I think that's what they've called her. Becky Big Time? Yeah. Um, Big Time Bex, whatever it is. Um not once, but twice denying Bianca Belair her rematch. Even after Bianca won the number one contendership, she denies Becky Lynch her chance at the title. Becky Lynch denies her, you mean? Yeah. Okay. I. We have our opinions on this whole Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair and dropping the belt and they, Becky picking it up. and They really did it backwards. Yeah. You really could have done 
you really could have done all this heel stuff with Bel Air, and I think it would have fit better and resonated better with the fans versus you bringing back Becky Lynch and making her a heel. Mm-hmm. And not just a heel, a shitty heel. Mm-hmm. Like, dodging everybody. Now Sonya Deville is forcing her to have the match. Mm-hmm. And we all know it's going to be shenanigans that are going to cost Bel Air the match because Becky is partnered up with Zelina Vega and, mm-hmm. you know, others in that group right now. So. Moving next, we'll we'll get to him now. So I know I know you want to talk about him. Let's get to your spirit animal. Oh, Boogs! He is the man. He wears a denim singlet. Like he is the man. He has the greatest submission hold in the business right now. That ankle lock air guitar that really doesn't do anything to the opponent. It is just awesome that he does it. Mm-hmm. I am so excited. He's picked up a pinfall in a tag match and a singles pinfall over Dolph Ziggler. Both times. Mm-hmm. And he is tossing Dolph, Dolph Ziggler oh around like a God. ragdoll. Well, Ziggler's known for being ragdoll. I know, but... But it's still, he's being chucked around. Yeah, he's just being thrown. Boogs. Again, I have said this many a times in past episodes. Just go to this guy's Instagram page because he is the definition of a power lifter. The guy is incredible what he does with his workouts, mm-hmm. playing playing the guitar while he's doing 500, 600 pound squats like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's truly strong. Um, it's awesome though. It's awesome. And it, it's right now what's missing is McAfee. On the uh, announce table, McAfee, yeah, doing you know the whole thing because obviously he tested positive for COVID, so he's been quarantined for a couple of weeks. He's even had to do his podcast mm-hmm. and his show from home versus being in the studio and stuff. But oh my god, Rick Booz is great. You know, what I mean, it sucks that the Intercontinental Championship is kind of tied up in this storyline right now, but it almost it it gives Rick an outlet to show his power against like. A smaller guy mm-hmm. in in um in Dolph Ziggler, mm-hmm. and I almost feel like it's almost a way f- for maybe the Dirty Dogs to almost get a nice split and have Rude get back in the picture of the Intercontinental Championship. Maybe by picking up a, a pinfall victory in one of these tag matches over Shinsuke. Yeah, I'd enjoy that. I would. I would like to see Rude as a singles guy again. I'd like to see them both as singles guys again. Yeah. And I understand, you know, you have to get people into the, uh, again, the WWE mold, but Boogs fits it perfectly. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything from the Old Spice stuff that he was doing with the 24-7 <laughs> championship yep. to this, it's just, he's been brilliant, man. He's been absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It looks like we also have another angle continuing out of SummerSlam. We have Edge and Rollins continuing on. Mm-hmm. After Edge brutalized Cesaro. We'll probably... Get a chairs match between them at T. Uh, uh, nope, TLC is in December. Yep. Never mind. They'll have some sort of gimmick extreme rules at Extreme is Rules. Next. I was thinking, oh, chairs match at TLC. Wait, that's not this month. Um, yeah, because Edge is going to move on. Edge yeah. will be on Raw soon. Mm-hmm. I think. I think he he's going to get moved over to Raw. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of possibility for him over on Raw as well, which is nice. Yeah. Um, we have apparent the next challengers for the Uso SmackDown titles, and that is Street Profits, um, because they have been finding themselves involved with Finn Balor, um, who is the current 
um, number one contender, the one going for the title right now, going against the Universal title. So he's kind of been getting this Usos, well, the bloodline against Street Profits and Balor kind of thing. Yes. Um, and Balor had his title match um, this past week on SmackDown, mm-hmm. but obviously he was brutalized by the Usos before the match ever happened. Mm-hmm. And um, he went into the match... You know, shorthanded. Mm-hmm. Not all his guns, um, not all of his bullets were in the gun, mm-hmm. and he still put forth an amazing match. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, even after being choked out by the guillotine, even after Roman standing there in the ring holding up his title and stuff like that, all of a sudden you start hearing the heartbeat throughout the arena. Mm-hmm. Finn, uh, Roman, and Paul start walking up the the ramp, and just for the split. Second, the lights go down and it's red and the lights go back to normal. We're getting a return of the demon. Yes. And we are also getting the first loss of the demon. Well, not the first one because he did lose to Samoa Joe. Did the demon lose to Joe or was that man? No, no. Demon lost to Joe. Okay. The demon lost to Joe, so it won't be. It'll be his first loss on on main roster on Raw SmackDown. But what if, just putting it out there, what if the red isn't the demon? What if the red is a returning Wyatt? Do you think that Wyatt? Even though he was released by the WWE, i.e. Samoa Joe, wasn't a true release. I don't know. Just me throwing another idea out there. Trust me, I would love to see the Demon versus Reigns. I, I think it would be, I think it would be a great get, and I also think it would be the right person to take the belt off of Reigns, if there is a right person, because he's not a person. He's an entity. Do you think that we could see Finn Balor as the demon defeat Roman Reigns? We could. We could. If they want to keep the nostalgia of the demon alive, we could. Is it... So, in the long term, in the long run, what is more important to Vince McMahon? Roman Reigns holding the title. Is more important than anything else. Because Roman Reigns is the new WWE guy. Correct. He is the new Hogan. He is the new Hogan. He is the new Cena. He is the new Rock. Yes. Yes. He is that guy. Actually, he's above of, He's above where the Rock ever was. Yeah. Ever he was. He is the guy of this era. Correct. And you do have to remember, all those guys you just named, Hogan, Cena, the Rock, Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels. They all Ultimate lost. Ultimate Warrior. Correct. Ultimate Warrior. They all lost their world championships at points throughout the peaks of their career. They all did. The pop of the demon winning that belt would be monstrous. It would be. But it would also have to, it would also take Roman Reigns. And put him into a new mindset. And obviously. We are still building. Lesnar. 
Versus Roman. Versus Roman. So I would like again. I I would like the demon to take the title. Then I would like the demon to face the beast, and I would like the beast to take the title. And then we get Roman taking the title back off of Lesnar. Is that why you threw into the hat earlier in the sh- in the show? Potentially Goldberg versus Lesnar at Saudi. No, Goldberg versus Lesnar at, at Survivor, Survivor Series. Series because Goldberg wins the belt in Saudi. And Brock wins the belt in Saudi. It's a possibility. It's really a possibility. And then we get the rematch from Survivor Series 2016 five years later. Yes. It's a a true possibility. It really is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. It definitely is a possibility. Got to keep everything turning in your head. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of the Doink and Doink Connection. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to hit us up on the show's Instagram page, at Double Doink Network, or reach out to us on our personals, at DJ Ald and at DareLaufenDoink508. We are available to stream at any time on your favorite podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and many more. Thank you again so much for listening. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we've got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out.